Physical pain is a part of the human experience. We cannot get around it. Some of us are, quote unquote, more fortunate than others to experience less physical pain. But there's physical pain and then there's the mental and emotional pain that we compound on top of it. This is episode 13, What to Do When You're in Physical Pain. And this is the Reinvent podcast with your host, reinvention coach, Sari Kimball. I've been wanting to do a podcast on this topic for a couple of weeks. I was talking with a client of mine at an event, and she is in incredible physical pain. And as we talked about it a little bit, I, I was kind of talking about these concepts and digging a little bit deeper and tears started coming and I was like, oh, sorry, I (laughs) didn't mean to dig that deep. However, I want to circle back and give everyone, including her, and she knows who she is and I'm sending so much love. So this is that resource. This is that place to come back to when you do experience physical pain. And I thought it was appropriate because this morning, I've actually been going through it. So I decided to (laughs) seize the opportunity to share from my own personal experience and what I see with my clients and what I know from my life coaching tools. So I really hope that this is helpful for you when you need it. And I consider physical pain to be a multitude of things. It could be that, you know, like myself, I woke up with my shoulder and my neck all out of whack. And of course, I made it a little bit worse by working out because I was like, no, I have to. (laughs) I hired a physical trainer, for goodness sake. So this is happening. And then now, of course, like afterwards, it's worse. It could be an autoimmune disease or something where you're just dealing with that physical health piece, but it's ongoing. Um, I know when I was going through some perimenopause, I was experiencing really terrible night sweats and waking up four or five times a night, and then I would be so exhausted the next day. So I also think tiredness, right, when we're insomnia or waking up a lot, and even though you go back to sleep, it's just many times, or you're having trouble falling asleep, or whatever it is, right, fire alarm in the middle of the night, that you are tired. I also look at that as a physical, a little bit of a physical element of pain. So this works for all of that. And really the concept is that there's the pain, and then there's all of the emotional pain that we layer on top. And it makes it so much worse. I was noticing my brain running away with me this morning as I'm experiencing the pain. And I start compounding it with, oh my gosh, this is going to last forever. I wasn't in pain two days ago and now I am. And I'm such an idiot for pushing it. Why did I do that? I shouldn't have done all those things. Like, You never listen to your body, right? On and on and on. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to make for a terrible day. I'm going to be in pain all day. And my brain is just a runaway train of negativity and I'm in a spiral. And so I caught myself 
And that's really the first step is just noticing like, whoa, there's the pain and then there's all of the judgment and the negativity and the fear and the scarcity and the what ifs and all the things that I'm making it mean about myself as a human and what my experience of my day is going to be like. And as you learned in last week's episode, there's the circumstance and then there's the thought about it, right? The circumstance line is pain, pain in my shoulder. And I can point to it specifically, right? We could say that is a fact. There is pain there. And then there's my all my thoughts about it, which I just listed off. So I caught myself because the emotion, I was going into like almost panic and fear and frustration and experiencing all these uh, negative emotions. And I'm getting ready to start my day. It's Monday morning. I'm like, but I was going to get up and crush it today. And I had all these, um, I realize as I'm talking now, it's like, expectations for how the day would go, and then frustration and suffering because here's what we're dealing with now. And of course, the Buddha says all of our suffering is in between reality and what we wanted it to be, the expectations. So I just actually kind of gave myself a moment to just take some breaths and recognize like, oh, something's going on here and give myself some time to process these emotions. Emotions are the scariest thing. And think about it, we resist emotions so much. We're like, I don't wanna feel it, because then it might get worse, but we're actually perpetuating the experience that I'm having. And so I just stopped and got kind of quiet, was heading into the shower, and I thought, this is a good time (laughs) to just feel my emotions. And I'm willing to do that. And so even now, like emotions do come up as waves. I can feel it. I can name it. It's in my throat. And I'm feeling the disappointment. I'm feeling the frustration. And 90 seconds. They've done studies. That's it. A minute and 30 seconds is all it takes to process that emotion, to allow it to play all the way through. And we do that by just naming it. I say, this is frustration. I'm feeling disappointed. I can allow myself to feel disappointed. I'm feeling, you know, fear. I'm feeling scared about what the day is going to be like. And it's like, I noticed that I was in this spiral of like, now my day is going to be terrible. And now I'm reinforcing that and like, stop thinking that like, now you're going to have a terrible day. And then it was just like compounding on itself. So with any kind of experience, circumstance, whether it's tired, whether it's, you know, fatigue or upset stomach or, you know, whatever it is, the shoulder pain, the physical pain, the headache, put it in the circumstance line and then we have all of our thoughts about it. And so can we just allow ourselves to have that experience in the moment for all the negativity and just instead of resisting it and reacting against it, like, I shouldn't be upset. I can have a good day. (laughs) This doesn't have to ruin me. Instead, take a pause and say, I'm feeling scared. I know with my client, I mean, 
I think about her because she has a shoulder in- injury too. Now, hers is way worse. She has to have surgery. And there is a part of me that's like, just keep thinking about her. Like she's having so much more pain than you. And that does help a little bit. But hers is the same exact thing, right? It's fear of like, will I ever feel good again? Will this ever end? And fear about the future and the surgery and the PT and the rehab and all of it. And will it ever get better? Will my life just always be this way? Will I always be in pain? And there's a lot of fear that comes up from that, right? I know that if I take care of it and maybe I go to acupuncture, that it'll pass. But those longer lasting pains can get really, really scary. So as I allow that emotion to process and feel it, name it, where is it in my body, give myself some compassion. Like, of course you're feeling scared. Of course you're feeling disappointed. You thought Monday was going to look like this and you were going to be on top of the world. And instead, you're in pain and it sucks. Like, Give yourself a moment to just feel it and give yourself compassion. Give yourself some love. This is the real essence of self-love. It's not taking a bubble bath. It's not getting a massage. All those things are great. But it's in the moment, giving yourself this time to acknowledge what's going on. Then from that space, I noticed after I felt that and processed it and allowed it to be there and witnessed it, saw myself and the disappointment, gave myself that self-love and compassion, that then I was in a much better place to start taking action that was actually useful. Because remember, the circumstance creates a thought, creates an emotion, which generates an action. And it's the action or inactions that create an outcome that is our now. It's what we are experiencing and it's the result of those things, the thoughts, the emotions, and the actions. And we get to decide whether we want to keep it or not. And the actions I was taking out of fear weren't very helpful, right? They were just continually ruminating. I ended up writing maybe the, not the nicest note to my new trainer. Like, maybe that's not my best self, right? I'm just taking it out on her. Like, she's not the one who did the whatever move that I did incorrectly, right? But now I was in such a better place to say, how can I support myself, right? Taking a hot shower, really trying to stretch it out, to take moments of, of just like, okay, stretching it. What can I do? What do I know? What's in my toolbox? Getting out my CBD cream and like, let's put it on the shoulder. Now we can actually take actions from a place of self-love and self-compassion. So if you're tired, then what can you do to support yourself? Is it that extra little jolt of of caffeine? Is it taking a nap, scheduling a little quick nap in the middle of your day? Is it um, doing some light exercise to get you up and moving? Is it eating certain things, right? Like this is just a reality. Some days we're just tired. And I can then support myself and say, what can I do to help? And there's also a level of acceptance. 
Like, this is what it's going to be today. Today, I'm going to go through my day with some shoulder pain and I can handle it. It's okay. Like, because I gave myself that those moments to process and feel more self-love, I can have more acceptance and ultimately I release that extra compounding negativity. So there's the physical pain and then I'm taking care of it as best I know how to support myself and then I can release all of the extra stuff that's making my pain so much worse. It's intensifying it. There are studies that show like we can dial up our physical pain just from our thoughts. You can actually make yourself more tired by thinking tired thoughts. You can create you know, more pain in your body, more inflammation or more pain in your shoulder because you're focused on it. You're constantly thinking about it and ruminating it and it just starts getting worse. And so it's not about ignoring the pain, but it's about self-love, supporting it, feeling the feelings, and not just letting them spiral. And so today, I'm going to carry around shoulder pain. It's kind of like carrying around a heavy purse. You're just like, this is what we got today. And that's okay. I can deal with that. I can handle it. Certainly handled worse. There was a time when I thought I had frozen shoulder. That was incredible pain. But now I have taken my power back. I'm not a victim to this pain. I am empowered and I have my agency to how do I care for myself and to manage my thoughts around it. Like Today is just a little bit of pain. I can handle that. It doesn't have to ruin my entire day, right? That's the ultimate suffering. That's the ultimate pain is when we allow the physical pain to also affect our entire experience of life, to put us in the role of being the victim and that we're at the mercy of the pain. And I know that my shoulder pain is not comparable to people who are in true, big, ongoing, chronic pain. And we still can take our power back through our thoughts and by allowing that emotion to actually process through instead of layering on anxiety and judgment and fear and really compounding that pain. So I hope that was helpful for all of you who are experiencing some pain, some physical pain today and come back to this when you do because it's inescapable. It happens to all of us. Welcome to being human. Now you have some tools to manage it better and not let it shape your full experience of life. Until next time, have an amazing week.